we have speed on everything. Speed on everything. Cue up my shit. My shit, bitch. Definitely don't want to do that. You know what? Fuck it. We'll just start this bitch over. It's been too long, John. Yep. This is the Up Man Podcast. Whatever man podcast finally once again. Uh it's Chuck. John. What the fuck's cracking? Uh, it's been about a month since we had uh, Bob Niffin in the studio. Uh shout out to Bob. Shout out to Bob's people. Uh shout out to everybody who listened to the podcast. Uh we got some decent numbers on SoundCloud with the YouTube. Uh we got we did real good on YouTube. We do have a YouTube. Uh we do plan on putting more shit on there. Uh, it just hasn't happened yet as with a lot of shit but you know that's neither here nor there nobody really gives a fuck about any of that anyway um, so uh, yeah we here it's uh, I don't know mid-November mid-November uh, and uh, a lot of shit that happened uh, you know had a couple mass shootings uh, of course, Trump did some more fuck shit. Um, what the fuck are you doing now? Oh, nigga, living shit. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck has him done? I just I stopped following him because I got tired of hearing his name. I'm getting tired of the term liberals. I'm getting tired of I'm getting tired of everything that's associated with it. You know, if if you, if they're going to impeach him, just. Do it. They did introduce the articles of impeachment this week. That did happen earlier this week. Uh, some some Democrats uh, in the House uh, introduced five articles of impeachment. Uh, uh, the articles of impeachment with five charges. Uh, you know, not following the Constitution, which he, he has. I, I don't know if he's violated law. I'll say he violated the spirit of the Constitution definitely with his fuck shit with the. Uh, with the the way he I mean the way he does a lot of shit just violates uh, he's just a violating ass nigga he's a habitual lying stuff as Charlie Murphy says uh, but I, I don't, I'm not I'm not here to get into fucking yeah. Trump politics I, mean, I don't I understand I, I'm just I'm just trying to give a general recap over the month uh, that we've been off the air uh, I'm trying to get this out as early as possible no later than Monday I want to have it up up and on online by Monday. Yeah. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> and you know, 
Because, I mean, there's so much bullshit that didn't happen. Like, and you know what's fucked up? Is, and I'm not, I'm not going to spend too much time, because everybody knows how right. I feel about the whole uh, uh, guns thing. I'm pro-gun. Anybody don't know. I'm pro-gun. I'm, I'm anti-stupid niggas with guns. I'm anti-bitch motherfuckers with guns. And that's the problem. There's too many bitch motherfuckers with guns. Uh, but that shooting that happened, in, I think it's called Sutherland Springs, Texas. It's right mm-hmm. outside of San Antonio. Mm-hmm. 26 people got mowed down by some asshole who was shooting through the fucking wall of the church. Uh, but like, like he was looking for his baby mama or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went down there to... Uh, to yeah, because it was the church... Where his ex girl or baby mom, some some chick he was yeah. fucking that he's yeah. no longer fucking, yeah. was going to that church and he shot up the goddamn church. He injured fifty fucking people, killed twenty six. It might have gone up by now. I, I have I stopped following the story, but the fucked up thing is, is that was not the only church shooting. That wasn't even the first church shooting that day. <laughs> it was another church shooting in San Luis Obispo, California. Which was also a uh, motherfucker couldn't handle that his girlfriend or wife, I think his wife, had divorced him. And he found out that she went to church with another dude. So he go to the church, shoot the dude, shoot his wife, go home, call his daughter, tell her where she can pick up a box of shit that he left for her, and then shoots herself. So that was not the only church murder suicide that day it's just the one in San Luis Obispo happened like an hour before the one outside of San Antonio happened and the one in San Antonio had more people get killed so that one took over the news and nobody ever heard about the shooting that happened in California you heard about that guy that was uh, East Ashney and they stopped him at Wells Branch Uh, was he the he wasn't the motherfucker that was shooting that car. He's the one that he's the one that shooting that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I heard about that too. And there was another motherfucker who got shot on Burnett that same time at that same day around the same time. That was it was him. No, it wasn't his, him. It was the second him. dude working his way. It was the second dude. He wasn't shooting that car. He shot a motherfucker out of thing. He was drunk hmm. oh. at some bar on Burnett, and everybody thought that motherfucker was playing, and that nigga was not playing. <laughs> He put some hot shit in three people and killed one. <laughs> I don't know really to laugh about this shit because it's not funny. It's just, it's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And motherfuckers who say that, hey, we don't need to do shit about this. Hey, that's the cost of freedom. No, nigga, not, not. Look, we gotta get the hand, we gotta get guns out of the hands of these bitch motherfuckers. Okay. That's fucking crazy. Here we are in Texas, and they make it so easy for any and everybody to pick up and buy a gun. Yeah. So that ignorant motherfucker you sitting there talking about is any and everybody that can pick up and buy a gun. Yeah, you're right. We are in Texas, and since they made these dumb laws... You know how hard it is it's going to be for them to reverse it? Yeah. Oh, you fucking right. You're right. Look, I'm not saying I... Look, I have my own thoughts about what to do about guns. But the thing is, is motherfuckers who want to do shit about it, 
it reminds, hey, about it reminds it, so. me of Tombstone. God damn it. We're not saying that you can't carry guns. You just can't carry guns in town. Yeah. Yeah. No, remember that line? No, I, I 100% remember that line. And, and that's that's a goddamn problem. Look, but thankfully, now at least the laws are even. Because it used to be you could open carry a gun, but you couldn't carry a goddamn blade longer than six inches. Now you can carry a sword or a fucking battle axe around town if you want to. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they just passed that. You no longer need a permit to carry a long knife. Oh, shit. Mm-mm. Oh, you open carry that motherfucker just like you open carry your pistol. You shouldn't have never told me that. Yeah, Germ's over here doing the Birdman hand rub right now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, and the other big story that's been going on, a topic that's near and dear to my heart, I consider myself somewhat of an expert on it, uh, sexual harassment. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. to say this go ahead say it I don't want to believe it but the person we're talking about I kind of see it he probably did do it but then on the other hand I just don't think he would have done it which which person are you talking about she uh fucking um Corey Hain oh Thelman Thelman no, it was no, it's Haim. It was yeah. Haim, the one that, that said uh, he, he poked Corey, Corey Haim's booty hole. Yeah. He was 14. 13. Yeah, well, whatever. I, hey. I mean, uh, I, you know, I, I can see it. I can see him doing some devious stuff. Yeah, let, let me say, this is not the part of sexual harassment that I consider myself an expert on. <laughs> I have not now, nor have I ever <laughs> poked a 13-year-old <laughs> dude in the ass. I've never poked any dude in the ass. Say it. Nor um, have I ever grabbed Terry Crews' nutsack. Ever. I was going to say something about that, man. I didn't know we was... It just seems like everyone is coming out and saying all this shit, but I just think... You know, I think some of y'all need to shut the fuck up with this Me Too bullshit. Um, I am not like I, I'm not mad about any of this. Um, I'm good. Uh, yeah. If you hear anything rattling, uh, we had drinks and snacks up in here. Uh, shout out to Two Shots and uh, yeah, Two Shots and the Brew Podcast. Uh, you know, Harv, Miss L. Oh, you motherfuckers. Uh, Chris. Fun-loving hippie, Krista. The other nigga name. I cannot remember this dude's name for some reason. And he say it all the time on the goddamn podcast. And I can't fucking remember. But shout out to y'all. Uh, taking, a, taking a cue from you guys. 
drinks and snacks all around. Uh, sipping on some of that. Tell them more if you do. And I don't mind. Yeah, and a uh, little, 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 little bit of that Spaten <laughs> German beer. Uh, on diamonds, of course. Um, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. But, but really, Hollywood's been on some fuck shit for a long time, and 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 let's let's all because you know me, I'm always one to own my bullshit. If I was famous, there'd be probably a hundred girls <laughs> right now, especially with that Houston handshake. <laughs> Especially with that Houston handshake coming out to be like, yes, me too. And honestly, because me being the person that I am, I well, yeah, yeah, I probably did it. Because I mean, look, look, look. It is true. People get handsy, they get drunk, motherfuckers take shit the wrong way, whatever. And and it's happened to me both ways, where I intended to do something and I did it and I offended somebody. And then there was a time that I did something that I didn't think was offensive, but somebody else thought it was offensive, or the person that, that it happened to thought it was offensive, or they took it the wrong way, and then we talked. We worked the shit out. I get it. That's what adults are supposed to do. But the thing is, is one, I never do that shit at work. Because that shit's crazy. Like, look, if you, for whatever reason, are at work, and you taking your dick out, <laughs> You're asking for trouble. You're asking for trouble. How long was Louis doing that? Oh, uh, uh, since he was writing on the Chris Rock show. That was what twenty years ago. You remember when Chris Rock had a TV show on HBO? Yeah, he Brett Louis was a writer on that show. Louis's been writing for Chris Rock for a long fucking time. Because Louis just got, well, he didn't just get famous, but he just got, like, super famous. But Louis's been a working writer and comedian for a long fucking time. I mean, I remember when he had this show on HBO. I mm-hmm. can't remember the name of it anymore. It was Louis. It was just Louis. The Louis C.K. show? No, it was just Louis. Oh. Lucky Louis. It was Lucky Louis. His HBO show was Lucky Louis. His FX show was just Louis. Because that show was out in the, like, late 90s. What, Lucky Louie? Not the one that I'm talking about. HBO show? I think it was on HBO where it was just his wife and his yeah. daughter in a yeah. small apartment. Yeah, that was Lucky Louie. Yeah, that was late. No, no, no. Uh, mid-2000s. Mid-2000s. It was mid-2000s because I used to watch that show. Pamela Adeline was his wife on that show. I was in North Carolina when I was watching that. Luck, the Lucky Louie? Yeah. Well, I mean, we got the internet. We don't have to argue about this shit. We can just look it up. But I'm pretty sure it was mid to mid to late 2000s. But uh, yeah, he was doing some fuck shit. And and honestly, like the the real problem with what he did, I mean, besides the whole pulling his dick out and jacking off in front of people, he was jacking off in front of people. Yes, he would go up to a girl and be like. Excuse me, uh, I was wondering if uh, 
I could uh, pull my dick out and jack off in front of him or masturbate. That's the term he used. He used, yeah, white gentleman. Actually, no, he's not. He's Mexican. Lucy Gay's Mexican. He ain't no fucking Mexican. Yeah, he is. Louis C.K. is Mexican. He is not no fucking yes, Mexican or something. I think so. I think his dad's Mexican. I'm dead serious. Louis C.K. is Mexican. But, uh. Hey, you hear this, right? What? You, you heard what he said. Somebody's met the camera. Louis C.K. Sure, I don't think she knows who Louis C.K. is. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, I'm yeah, gonna... first episode, June 11, 2006. 2006? Yes. I distinctly remember this oh because I had I had HBO when I was in the Marine Corps. I would have watched the show in the late 90s if it would have been out. But yeah, he was doing some fuck shit. And nah, 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 nah. Now you look up and see if he's Mexican or not. Okay, but anyway, he was, uh, he was, uh, yeah, he was doing this shit, and, and, look, you know me, I'm never wanting to deny somebody to ask. I think it's perfectly okay to walk up to anybody and ask them anything that you want, because you never know what the answer is going to be. Just gotta ask first. Yeah. Don't do it after they say no. Yeah, if they don't give you an answer, just take the take the no answer as a okay, no, I'm not gonna do this. And you know, if you just walk up, you never know. You could walk up to a stranger in the parking lot and be like, Hey, you would you like to suck my dick? And if they say yes, you never know what's gonna happen. You never know what's gonna happen. So I mean I don't I don't deny anybody to ask, but the problem with asking at work, especially when you're the person at work, like mm. all right, so if you guys are equal employees, at this point you're trying to start a workplace relationship between equal employees. The problem is that Louis C.K. was not an employee. Louis C.K. was a boss on the show. You can't be the star of the show and go to some extra or whatever, and be like, hey, if you want to keep this job, suck my dick. You can't do that. <laughs> no. And and he didn't say, if you want right. to keep this job. You right. But it implies that. Like, if I tell this person no, I may lose my job. You're putting some sort of pressure on them. Now, there's something to be said about, uh, do you have the morals, the moral fortitude to be like, no, fuck this job because I guarantee you if you come to me if, some, if Louis C.K. came up to me and was like, hey Charles, you like your job, right? I said, yeah. Well, if you like your job, you're going to suck this dick and I'm going to punch Louis C.K. in his goddamn mouth and I'm going to walk the fuck off the job. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about a job that much. I go get another job. I go do something else. So, I mean, there's there's there's, there's a couple ways to look at this. Oh, I mean, say for instance, not trying to make it about me, but I'm art. I was on my lunch. His dad's Mexican. Fuck that. 
His mom's <laughs> white. He's white. Okay. I'm just saying, man. He's, it freaked me out when I heard it too. But hey, whatever, man. I'm. You know me. I love the Mexicans. I love the Mexican people. Uh, uh, but I'm saying, uh, Arriba La Raza. You remember when I was at uh, uh, Imar? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I was listening to Rogan or the church. I was probably listening to Rogan. But I do remember uh, I was listening to Perfect Ten at one point. And when she, when the, one of the, the girls that worked at the doctor's office comes back there, I don't know if the Perfect Ten, the, the theme song, was playing. Because they came back there and they left for a little bit and then they came back. Mm-hmm. And I switched it over to uh, Rogan's podcast. Right on. And there's a bunch of filth. And you remember Perfect Ten? Wait, who's Perfect Ten? Ralphie May and his wife. Oh, I never listened to that. I didn't. I mean, I get the point. Just, well, it's just yeah. that um, what they were singing... Mm-hmm. It's like I like to drink and fuck. Uh, no, I like to fuck in the morning. Some, I like to fuck at night. So some, so some show tune. Yeah. Wheeler Walker Jr. type shit. Some, yeah. So that 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 kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And when she came back, I was listening to Rogan. And then they're gonna sit there and say that uh, I got called back in the office the next day. They're saying that I was listening to porn. Or watching porn. Excuse me. Hey, fam, why would I listen to porn? Excuse me. I was watching porn. Oh, okay. I was like, what Ooh. kind of person would I be eating my lunch, watching porn, at work? <laughs> you, you're a fucking psychopath. You know, and I'm on the phone. And, you know, and Rick's back there. And it says, well, were you watching porn? What kind of person would I be eating my lunch, watching porn at work? I was eating my lunch. Where did it? Where did, was it a sandwich? cucumber sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, at any point, is um, well, what were you listening to? That eggplant parmesan. <laughs> Some meatballs. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> oh, we back, baby. We back. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Look, I'm sitting there, right? <sighs> and they um says, well, at any time, you know, was there anything vulgar? I was like, probably. So, do you know, you know, did they say, I said, they probably did. He says, well, what were you listening to? I said, well, first off, I just want to say this. I wasn't watching porn. And it says, that, that's something I wasn't doing. He says, well, this is a female. This is a district manager. He says, well, did they say, ah, fuck me? I was like, uh, What? Like, oh, fuck me. 
That's crazy. You know, you know, like Joe's like, oh fuck me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I said then I was like, you know what? I don't know. He probably did. I says, well, why don't you know? Because this is the type of podcast I'm listening to. I said, look, man. If there was anything that that one, that girl was listening to that was offensive, all she should have said was, "Hey, look, Jeremy, look. Um." I don't want to listen to this. But I don't understand where she got porn from. Because that's something I wasn't listening to. Or, I mean, looking at. You wilding if you was... (laughs) Why would I be looking at porn eating my lunch? That is so crazy. You know, and and, and they're trying to say it was uh, sexual uh, harassment. And I was on the verge of losing my job. Well, technically, yeah. If if you were, that is that does follow the sexual harassment. I was not watching porn. That's crazy. Man, get the fuck out of here, man. Why would I be sitting here fucking watching porn while I'm eating? I don't even like going to strip clubs and eating. Oh, this this strip club and eating thing is fucking crazy. I mean, look, have I ever done it? Yeah, I've done it. Thought about it. It ain't happening anymore. Oh no! See, I can't. I've. Well, no. What the fuck am I talking about? Oh, we went to the fucking worst strip club and ate. Cause we was at motherfucking hot bodies eating goddamn breakfast tacos off the truck. <laughs> you remember that motherfucking brought us all, brought everybody in the club breakfast tacos? Yeah, yeah. Look, man, that was probably like a bottle and a half deep. Oh Jesus! Probably more than that. We just rolling that motherfucker. Wow. Four <laughs> bottles in a two twelve pack. You're rolling that bitch with, with a bottle with two bottles, some cups, and some ice. <laughs> <laughs> and look at motherfuckers like, what? That <laughs> <laughs> was, was the that was the wild days. <laughs> the belt around your neck day. <laughs> <laughs> So, what are you doing? Huh? Oh, just showing the people on Instagram Live oh. that we're finally back in the saddle. <laughs> right here, motherfucking uh, podcasting. So, yeah. Uh, but I mean, what I'm talking about is, is look, I get it. I got, you know, mom, my sisters, girlfriend, two stepdaughters. And I, I get the whole thing. Like, I've, I've, I've actually had, you know, a girl when I was in the Marine Corps who got, one, she got sexually harassed by somebody we both knew. Then she got fucking molested by this corpsman. This is the fucking terrible story. Uh, so, uh, you know, motherfuckers got, uh, well, you, if you're in the military, you're required to take vaccinations and shots and shit, right? So it's time for us to take some fucking vaccination. I can't remember what the fuck it was. It was not that fucking anthrax one, though. I think. No, the anthrax one was bullshit. Uh, 
You didn't take it? No, no. Everybody had to take it. It was bullshit. Because basically what it does is extend. So, like, if you get if you catch anthrax, you're dead within 24 hours. What the anthrax vaccination does is extend that 24 hours to, like, 36. What? So you're dead anyway? Yeah. Yeah. More likely you're going to die. If they don't catch it in, like, the first two hours, you're fucked. In the first two hours, you don't have any symptoms, really. Like, you'll think you have a cold because you get a fever and you get, like, sweaty and, and some other shit. It's, it's like a flu symptom in, like, the first two hours. Then after that, the fucking virus goes and you start bleeding out of your fucking asshole or some shit. <laughs> it's bullshit. Because no normal person would be like, oh, nigga, I got anthrax. Like, that don't happen. So, yeah. It, it allows them to be able to catch the, like, in the first, the first two hours, you can get through it. I think if you catch it in the first two hours, you can get through it and you won't have any, like, long-lasting effects or whatever. The first four hours, you, you shit's all fucked up. After, like, six hours, yeah, it's dead anyway. It don't make a difference. Um, so that's why I always said that anthrax vaccine, it was always bullshit. Um, but anyway, one of the vaccinations we had to take. Uh, you know, we were in the Marine Corps, so we had to go to uh, medical, which is all staffed by Navy personnel, mm-hmm. Navy doctors, Navy corpsmen, or whatever. So one of the corpsmen was giving out the shots. Now, when they gave me my shot, because you had to get your shot in your ass, like the vaccination they were giving, you got to you got to get it in the in the meaty part of your body, or whatever. So they always give you to in your ass. So when I went in there, they just had you unbuckle your shit, you know. Expose like a part of a cheek, whatever the top of the cheek. They hit you in the top of the cheek. They rub the fucking swab on it. You gone about your motherfucking day, right? Uh, so when when um, a girl go in there, right? The dude like, well, you gotta unbuckle your pants and you know get them down you need, and then bend over the table or whatever, right? So basically what he's doing is having a spread of legs a little bit, bend over the table so he can see a pussy from the back. And I know this because I've used that move once or twice. Long time ago. Long, long, long time ago. Long time ago. You stupid. Um, but not in a work capacity. So anyway... He, he does this, right? And she comes back. And, of course, you know, everybody's like, oh, did you go to medical? Did you get your shots? Because I'm in charge. I got to make sure everybody go and get that shit. Did he touch it? Before a day. <sighs> Not that I know. I mean, other than to give her the shot or whatever. But he did he didn't. touch it? <sighs> I mean, not, she went to you. Not in a, not in a, yeah, not in a sexual way. Like, he didn't finger or anything like that. But she did say he, like, you know, put his hand on her ass and then, you know, gave it a shot or whatever. So, uh, so she tells me what the fuck happens. And that's when I was like, whoa, whoa. Hold on, what the fuck? Is, you know, what the fuck? He told you to what? And she was like, well, you telling me to do this? He was like, well, I thought he told everybody to do this. I was like, no. You go in there, you expose the top booty cheek, half booty cheek. They hit you with the shot. Alcohol swab. You pull your shit up. You're going on about your way. She's in there for two and a half minutes to get a shot. To get one shot. 
Do you remember yeah. the whole asshole exposed? Roethlisberger got charged with uh, rape, and he was only in the bathroom for two minutes, and they said he raped somebody. Yeah, because, I mean, you can't rape somebody in two minutes, though. But with everything that that girl said, he got off the charges, and I didn't even believe that he did it. He just didn't have the business of being over there at that damn party. Well, yeah. Look, and and this is the whole thing, is, like, the stuff that I'm talking about, like, and, and um, okay, I'm not talking about rape. I got, I got off track. Yeah. So let's but just go forward. Like, in another time, somebody we both worked with, like, literally cornered her in the office while they were in there by themselves. I was trying to make her suck his dick. How you going to make somebody suck your dick? I don't even know how you make somebody. I don't even know how you try to forcefully. Like, I, I don't trust anybody that I have to make somebody yeah. do some shit. I'm not putting my dick in somebody's mouth. Yeah, they don't that's like to That's like trying to stop a charging pit bull with your dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust anybody that much. You corner a pit bull with your dick. Yeah, that's just not happening. Ah. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, she had to go through it, and she told everybody what. You know, she told you know me and some other people what happened. We was like, hey, you know, we got you back 100%. Because, look, I'm one of them people, like, if it don't offend you, it don't offend me. What happened? Oh, he ended up getting kicked out. And what about the other guy? Uh, the Navy dude? Dick boy. Uh, oh, he got kicked out. He got kicked out of the Marine Corps. Okay, the doctor. Uh, the corpsman, uh, he got reprimanded and he got some other shit. I can't remember exactly what the fuck happened. But he ended up getting some sort of counseling and, and some other shit that happened. And he lost some money and he was on restriction for uh, like a month, some shit like that. Look, I, I, I know all this is um, it's horrible stuff. Like with Spacey. Oh, it's fucking horrendous. Now, this is something that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, all these movie stars and whatnot, people, uh, rising actresses and actors and whatnot, Terry Crews, get, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. What about these, uh, these choir boys in the, in the Catholicism where instead of... Uh, Finding these people, getting them arrested for for doing these things. Yeah, they just put them in another church. It's look, happening for a long time. Look, man, uh, I'm not gonna say his name. Friend of mine was supposed to move in with us in Wilmington. You know, he ended up staying in uh, in the mountains. I don't know what the hell that 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 priest did to him. He's colorblind, and he ain't got no sense of taste. He, um, he's set for life. He's got an accountant. Yeah. He'll always, until the day he dies, he'll have money. Yeah, well, I mean, the church paid everybody off. But, come on, man. What about these kids out here? You know, all they sitting up here doing is just moving them around. Not, not you know, taking care of the problem. They're putting that problem somewhere else, and letting someone else deal with it. Yeah, well, but that's not an issue. 
Well, no, it's an well, issue. But yeah, it is an issue. It's an but, issue. But you don't hear nothing about it. Why um, not? All right. So, because these are actors, actresses. I'm gonna. Well, yeah. Well, part of it is, is the media. Uh, don't people, care about little boys booty holes is that what you say? Well, no they do I mean you heard about it they made a movie about it yeah for fuck's sake they made multiple movies yes. about it multiple documentaries yes. about it um but that's so it. it was out there and a lot of those people and, and this is this is something else that I don't like about it um uh, all these people. If you want, if you want justice, too. if Me you too. want justice, get the fuck out of here. This is what I said. If you want justice, fuck the lawsuit. Uh, uh, fuck the civil suits. You got to start pressing criminal charges against these people because the problem is, and this has happened a lot with these. Uh, and, and it's not that I don't, I don't disrespect. I don't, I don't. I'm, I try. To be reasonable and sensible about people who've been victims of crimes, because that's what it is. It's a crime. Like you, if you try to intimidate pussy out of somebody, it's a crime. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, but what I don't like is is somebody being the victim of sexual harassment in the workplace or whatever, and instead of fucking. Instead of going to the police or going to, like, if my sister ever had something to happen and she told me, oh, we don't need the police involved. Because me and my family are going to go down there with baseball bats and beat the brakes off of this motherfucker. Like, that's what's going to happen. There's going to be some form of physical justice that happens to this person. There ain't going to be no fucking, oh, well, you know, this might embarrass me and my family. So we're going to pay you $175,000 and you sign this non-disclosure agreement and never talk about this again. No, nigga. We finna beat the brakes off of you. <laughs> if you go to the cops and you tell why that, well, these niggas assaulted us. Why we assault you, son? <laughs> No, there was a reason why. We didn't just pick your name out of a hat. Let me press play. (laughs) We didn't take a name out of the hat. We didn't pull a name out of a hat and drive across town to beat your motherfucking ass. It's not what happened. So if you want to go to the police, tell the police why we went over there. You rapist motherfucker. That's my problem with it. It It's because, look, if you if you're actress and 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 that's why I say this in no way absolves any of these fucking fucking pervs like Harvey Weinstein and fucking Louis C.K. for fucking jacking off in front of people like it doesn't absolve them from it. But if you want justice, you can't take the hush money. Don't take the hush money. Don't take the hush money and then be like, well, yeah, me too. No, not you too. You took the money. You got your. You got the justice you wanted. You took the money. You took the job. You took all this other stuff. Now, if some girl is out there suffering in silence because she's scared and she didn't take no hush money, she's just scared to come forward and then somebody else, you know, comes forward and she's like, no, he did this to me too. I want his ass in jail. I had no fucking problem with that. 
Because the problem with the Louis C.K. thing is, and this is this is the problem, and this is why I hate making this argument because it makes me sound like an asshole. Which I honestly I don't fucking I don't mind sounding like an asshole, but on this particular fucking subject, I don't like sounding like an asshole about it because it's really sort of an asshole fucking thing to bring up. But in the Louis C.K. thing, right? There's this actress that he did this to repeatedly. Repeatedly. He just jacked off in front of her. Yes. But she said yes. And if you read the story about Louis C.K., she gets interviewed, but she won't give her name. She was like, well, no, you know, it's not something that I wanted to see or whatever, but I was afraid that I was going to get kicked off of the show if I didn't allow it. So I just said yes. And they put this in there and they count her among the women that they know he did this to. But at that point, I'm like, no. Because one of the girls that they count, he's, she said, they said no to. She said no. And it never happened again. And it just, it's just weird. Well, Look, man. Um, and I don't like look because those look those people are out there. All right, all right, all right, all right. What about that guy? Try to get that that chick to come into the um, hotel room. He wanted her to watch him bathe, some kind of trash. But he was being a real jerk about it. Um, no, just come in. But she was like, no, I don't feel comfortable doing this, you know. And, but he just went on just pushing and pushing and pushing. But it, was that Weinstein? Who? Oh, yeah, that was Weinstein. That was Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Did, you, did you hear that recording? No, I didn't. I didn't listen to any of the fucking recordings. I, I, don't, I don't need to. Like, he was. Look, there's aggressive. There's aggressive. And then there's Harvey Weinstein, where did he, you know, made some sexual advance toward this girl or whatever. And she says no. And she's telling him, look, I feel uncomfortable about this. I just want to go. And he just tells her, he's like, hush your mouth. He's like, he's like, just be quiet and just stand there. And he just... Whips his shit out and starts beating his shit right there in front of him. And then he shoots one into a fucking plant. <laughs> You're a fucking savage, no <laughs> <laughs> That's the wildest shit. I was like, wow. <laughs> like that fucking plant, that ficus is like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You wild dude. Like he like, and he's done it so many times, and 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 like he's just he like he's raped women, he's fucking just violently raped women for years, and because he was so powerful, there's another thing that I don't like. It's like yes, Harvey Weinstein is a piece of shit, 
Young Ross is, you know, in my opinion, is a bigger piece of shit. The motherfuckers that are covering for him. Because there was actresses who was like, well, they Harvey said some shit to them. They were at a lunch or a dinner or whatever, and Harvey would say some shit to them. That was wild. You know. And then... Babe, we can hear you. <laughs> like, this is the whole fucking point. <laughs> it doesn't matter. There's a, they're microphones. It's all right. We have 44 minutes. So, I mean, this dude is just, it's, it's ridiculous. And he, he needs to be in jail. And uh, actually, I, you know what? I, I don't, like, rape is one of the few crimes where it doesn't involve killing. It's one of the few, like, non-capital crimes. That I think people should be able to get killed for. You should get the death penalty. That and like child molestation. Castration. Fuck castration. Just get them the fuck out of here. We don't need them. What do we need them for? What, what? Uh, you're right. If they can't. Because if you castrate them and then put them back out, then he's going to be doing more heinous stuff. Yeah, if, they can't, if they can't cure cancer, get them the fuck out of here. Put him in a hole. Huh. That's what I'm saying. Like if somebody, hey, all right. If the dude, if the dude that has the cure to cancer and the cure to AIDS, or whatever, is a rapist, then we put him in jail, and we let him work in the lab or whatever, with no contact with anybody else, right? Because he can help out. He can help society. He can help cure some shit. If you're not that dude, get the fuck out of here. Get <laughs> you the fuck out of here because we can't trust you. <laughs> That's basically what. That's why I don't. That's why I don't like the death penalty as it's currently constructed. Because it as it's currently constructed, it's more about revenge than it is about societal benefit. You know, oh well. You know the family needs closure. The family member is dead. You kill this other motherfucker. It's not gonna bring him back. There's not gonna be any justice about that. Then they should let the family beat him. Uh, maybe. Maybe, but then what's the point of announcing all of that shit, though? That's, that's the thing. Well, today we're going to fucking kill Billy Ray, blah, 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 because he killed, you know, some girl in an ice cream shop in 1972. Like, nobody in, in public gives a flying fuck about Billy Ray, whoever, getting killed. I'm joking. I love you guys. Good night. Chuck, 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 Chuck. I'm, Chuck. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, I'm a terrible human being. Chuck, 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 Chuck. I just flipped off my family. Chuck.
Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. Chuck Jeremy Chuck, is not. Jeremy is not. He's not co-signing this at all. Oh. I love the Mexican people. Except Louis C.K. Like crazy Mexican. What's funny is I can still fucking hear him through the microphones. I can still hear him moving around up there. Sounds like mice in the attic. They just they just they just broke my shit. I might not be able to sleep here tonight. <laughs> I can see the look that Jeremy's giving me right now. <laughs> you look disappointed. Anything is possible, Jerry. We ain't drinking any. Close enough. Fuck that. All right, let's get let's get back on. Get back to the podcast. Anyway, look, I don't ever want to make this argument, and that's why I say I, I I hate making it, but it needs to be made. First off, how many people did uh, CK mess with? Uh, they came forward so far, five. And only one so far agreed to letting him do that. Yeah. Yeah. She gave verbal consent. And she says it. And she keeps her name out of it. And he hasn't mentioned her name. Which I'm glad about. I'm, I'm glad nobody knows who she is. But the thing, the, that's the problem that I have about it. Is you can't come forward and be like I was a victim if you said yes. Like, look, we've all had regrettable sex. That's not sex, Chuck. I know, Jeremy, but it's a sexual act. I'm just saying, like, we've all done things sexually that we may have regretted later. It has happened. All right? Oh... And I get that is a very real thing. It it may be traumatizing. I don't know. Um, but it's fucking like yeah, regrettable sex is not rape. Regrettable sex is not sexual harassment. It's just you made a bad decision, and now you have to live with the consequences of it. Because I guarantee you. Like, that was maybe just a weird, funny story she told her friends in private. Yeah. And then when she hears about how he did this to other women, she's like, oh, my God, yes, I that happened to me, too. And I just, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have the courage of these women. Well, look, this is, this is the same thing. This is the same argument I make against dudes who say, well, the gays are trying to, trying to turn everybody gay. You can't turn somebody gay. All right, I've been shit faced. 
in close quarters with gay people while I was shit faced. And you know what didn't happen? Dick sucking more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if some gay dude talks you into sucking his dick, then you are you have you, a problem. Yes. If you can be talked into sucking a dick <laughs> as a straight man, <laughs> you are not a straight man. You might be bi, you might be closet closeted homosexual, but you are not. Is a straight man. Right? Because I've known some pretty convincing gay people. <laughs> and what the hell? I know. <laughs> it's not happening, fam. I mean, I told you about that one time. I went to go buy that uh, that uh, tank from that, yeah. that, that gay dude. You know, you know guy oh, gay. He, put the, he put the moves on you. I mean, look. He he pulled out every magic trick. Hold on. Went over. Had some drinks. I decided not to drive home. Now the whole time I'm gauging this guy and I was like I, I think I can trust him to sleep on his couch. He he ain't come up he ain't come at me like that. You see what I'm saying? He there wasn't no Looking in, looking deep into my eyes, and no. doing all that. There's something in your mustache, and all that kind of you, trash. You need a place to crash. I mean, he did, it wasn't nothing like that, man. I mean, <laughs> well, you can come and get in the bed. So, <laughs> I wrap the covers around me. You hit know? you with the prince eyes. No, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, I. I had the covers wrapped around me. And uh, I just hear, they're like, this man, it's not like fucking. What the f- Is that the television? So I pull the covers down and I look. And he's watching porn. He's watching gay porn. And I'm, and he's right across from me. I'm, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he was jacking off, but he had covers on him. And I was like, "What are you doing?" He says, "I'm watching a movie." I says, "Dude, I'm sitting right here." Well, I thought you, man, you you didn't even turn it down. I'm I'm sitting right here. Just turn the turn the TV down if you do. And 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 man, so you can talk. They know you're here. Everybody say hi. Say hi, Silly. Oh, not now they want to be shy. We've been listening to them all night in the background, but now they want to be shy. Who are you talking about? Yes, yes. Uh, everybody on the podcast knows Erica. Uh, they don't know Celery Sticks. You can't. <laughs> Uh oh. Here's the explanation. The explanation is always worse. <laughs> <laughs>
I fucked that. I wasn't watching gay porn. That was my explanation. <laughs> oh, go ahead with your story, man. We believe you. You're not watching gay porn. Continue, sir. The floor is yours. I can't even finish this, man. <laughs> Wasn't watching gay porn. <laughs> oh, wait. Before you sit down, can you... Sorry. Thank you so very much. With... With all of my heart. You're a beautiful human being. Shut up, Erica. Don't be so Gracias, mi amor. Mi corazón. TV down, please. Yeah, yes, thank you, celery sticks. Celery sticks, just celery. She's thank not you. Quite a stick anymore. She's a little bit more developed now. I I had noticed. Try to get me arrested in here. You can't. <laughs> Jeremy just checked out of the pocket. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, we, we this this fuck shit needs to end. It needs to end on on. Uh, no, you know what? I'm not gonna say on all sides. Dudes need to stop being so goddamn creepy. All right, we had an episode on this. You don't believe us? Go back and check out respectful creepy. Okay. I wasn't watching gay porn. Jeremy was not watching gay porn. Jeremy was not allegedly. Uh-oh. Uh, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> there ain't no allegedly. I was not watching gay porn. <laughs> I did not have a sexual relationship with Monica. And <laughs> did you just do a Bill Clinton person? You are terrible. You are a terrible person. <laughs> But no, like, look, you gotta get your respectful creepy on, okay? And never at work. Never at work. I'm on fucking watching gay porn, dude. Jeremy was not watching gay porn. <laughs> you a fucking metronome. <laughs> okay, um. This whole thing is just. It's fucking ridiculous, okay? Um, cause I mean I know I've done some shit, and I'll be the first person to admit 
through the shit I've done. Um, was not, you know, the most woke of activities. Would you never, you know, I everybody knows me and knows I hate that fucking term. Oh, uh, was not the most progressive of whatever. And, and I never will be. I'm never going to be that person. Uh, but some of these motherfuckers are just, they're just fucking creeps. And it's not cool. Nobody likes you. Uh, and we need to get these motherfuckers to fuck up out of here. Okay. Now, with that said, I'm going to say this. Uh, all these women that are on the internet going after this, and, and you have all the rights in the world to go after it. Pretty sure Gabby from Talk It Out Pod, I haven't listened to them in a couple weeks, have addressed this. They always talk about how men are trash. Uh, yeah. A lot of us are fucking trash. A lot of us are trash. Um, and hell, I'll admit, sometimes I'm trash. Oh, I'll, I'll say it. Um, I got two people over here agreeing that sometimes I'm trash. But, uh, and, and, and we have to accept all of the trash dudes out there. Y'all got to accept some of these trash girls out there. There's some trash, there's some trash ass girls out there. <laughs> there's some trash. Tr- tr- <laughs> like, Terrible people. (laughs) Terrible. Terrible people out there. Of the female gender. And they are doing some shit. They are violating the rules and regulations. And y'all cannot fucking uh, keep pushing that off. It's like some wild fringe element. We got to take the trash dudes. Y'all got to take these trash assholes and get the fuck out of here with them. Because I think that's only fair. For the four four girls who Louis C.K. fucking did some wild shit with and got traumatized and did all this other stuff, there's always that one girl who was like, eh, yeah, I'll let you I'll watch you jack off her. <laughs> it's just... It's just what happened. Yeah, I know you can. <laughs> hey. Sit down here. There's some, some real nigger shit going on down here. This is uncomfortable as all hell. But whatever. We're going to fight through it. 
now we have uh, Call of Duty Zombies going on in the background of the podcast. I can hear y'all hitting the buttons, and I can hear you going, you can hear that. This is so fucking weird. I wonder if y'all can hear that fucking plane flying over here too. This this might be the wildest fucking podcast episode. Nah. Since that one where we had six people and you could just hear random shit and we watched that one video. Nah. With the lady in the cucumber. Nah. Nah. Chuck. Yes, Jamie, we know you did not watch Cape Horn. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> One of the wildest. <laughs> you know what? You show right. Episode five, Panamanian Devil. Uh, check out the beginning and the ending of that. Uh, you can listen to us on uh, <laughs> on uh, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. Uh, you can go to www.whateverman.com and check us out. Uh, you can go to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search the Whatever Man podcast on YouTube and it will pop right the fuck up. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at Whatever Man Pod. Uh, you can holler at us on Facebook. Uh, look up uh, Chuck and Germ on Facebook. Uh, follow our page, uh, the Whatever Man podcast. Uh, yeah. If you want to see, if you want to holler at Jerm, holler at Jerm, holler at everybody. Holler at the world. Shit. Oh, and we got a phone number. Uh, it's 203-THAT-POD. You can call them, leave us a voicemail, or send us a text. If you got any questions, comments, uh, yeah, all of that shit. Uh, for you motherfuckers that can't. They don't know the numbers on the phone. That's 203-842-8763. That's 203. That pod. But motherfuckers don't know. They don't know that they can hit dial. Yeah, how many motherfuckers call people on their phone? I think we've had this conversation before. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump over that shit. Um, and speaking of voicemails, this would be a good time to uh, drop that last voicemail we got. Uh, well, hold on. What the fuck did Spacey do? The fu- oh, Spacey? Yeah. Um, because they're talking about tearing the star up. Okay. So what Spacey did, Spacey got shit-faced. Right. Now, Spacey's never been married. Spacey has no kids. Um... And there's been a long-running rumor that Spacey might be gay or bisexual. Uh, because he has had girlfriends. He, I think he's married right now to a woman. But it had been recently or whatever. Uh, but he's recently come out as gay. Which, um, I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't know Kevin Spacey. I don't really give a shit. He's a good actor, though. He's a good actor. I like some of his movies. Uh but basically what happened was uh, back in the day Kevin Spacey got shit faced he says he got shit faced because he says he doesn't actually remember the the encounter but apparently he tried to fuck a 14 year old boy question yeah 
what was a 14 year old boy in within reach of him with him being shit faced? I have no fucking idea. Okay. Any question? I, I, I don't know. Like, I didn't read into any of these fucking allegations. The only one I read about was Louis C.K. Because I'm a fan of Louis C.K. Like, I like his comedy. Yeah, yeah. He's a funny motherfucker. Him and Bill Burr are probably my two favorite. Well, him, Bill Burr, George Carlin. Mulaney. Mulaney's funny. Um, But if I had to pick my three, those are my three favorite white comedians. Joe is Joe, Rogan's up. Uh, like I like Rogan's podcast more than I like his comedy. What was that guy's name that was uh, doing that uh, sober sober October with him? Kreischer? Not Kreischer. The other guy. Ari Shafir. The other guy. Tom Oh Tom, Tom Segura. Segura. Oh Tommy Buns is fucking hilarious. Tom Segura. Tom Segura is funny as fuck. That's my dude. Tom Segura. Mm-hmm. Tom Segura. You know what? You you That's fucking right, son. You fucking right. Tom Segura That's is up there. Dude. Tom Segura is... <laughs> yeah, he in my top five. You know what? Tom Segura ain't even my top five white comedians. He wasn't like my top seven of comedians. Tom Segura is a funny yeah. motherfucker. Like that one when he, when he met Kane? Oh, God. <laughs> that shit is so goddamn funny. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, Tom Segura is funny. Yo, Kane! <laughs> Tom Segura is funny yeah. as fuck, man. I, I listened to a little bit of his, him and his wife's podcast, too, the Your Mom's House podcast. They're pretty funny. They're all right. It's not necessarily my kind of shit, but it's funny. Um, I'm just surprised you never heard of Perfect Ten. No, I heard of it. I never listened to it. That's a damn shame. I never listened to it. There's, fuck, dude, there's so many goddamn podcasts. Like, we're one of fucking 900 billion. Uh, Understand, but the fact that that was Ralphie May, I had to put that plug in. I had to listen to it just to see what was up. Yeah, there's a ton of fucking podcasts that I used to listen to that I just don't anymore. Just because I don't, and part of it too is just because I don't have fucking time anymore. Stop! Now, now the dog wants to get in on the podcast. Everybody's on the fucking podcast today. The dog's on the podcast, Celery Sticks is on the podcast. Fucking Sheila E and the, the fucking the Miami Sound Machine on the goddamn podcast. Everybody's on the fucking podcast. Jimmy's on the podcast. Shout out to Roddy Ross Art. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, at JJG. He hollered at us. Asked about when he's gonna be on the podcast. Uh, we need to get that motherfucker on here. I forgot he's going to the valley. He snuck across the border. Who the fuck sneaks into Mexico? What you know, Mexican sneaks into Mexico? You know how easy it is just to walk across? You can go to Brownsville and walk across. I know. I was joking. <laughs> I wouldn't mind going down there and, try, and doing that again. <laughs> Jeremy's going to go down there and get some cross-border sexual harassment. <laughs> they don't have that shit over there. I don't know they ain't got that shit over there. They can't spell it. <laughs> God damn. I thought I was going to be the one getting at it. But whatever. Uh, so, yeah. Look. Uh, yeah. Just fucking... Just stop being creepy. Man, I, I just don't... This is fucking weird to me. Look. There's just so many goddamn creeps. Why is it you haven't heard... 
about any of these kids that's been molested by these freaking priests. We have heard about it. Nah, I'm talking about on television. I've heard about it on television. I ain't seen... I haven't. I haven't. I haven't seen it. I can show you. The only thing I, I've seen on television, well, this priest has been caught doing this right here, but he's no longer over here. He's over there. Yeah, I mean, that was a whole fucking scandal. That's why Ratzenberger had to get the fuck out of there. Because that's the, yeah, Ratzenberger was the first pope to retire. Heard something about that, but. Yeah, that's why. He was the motherfucker that was doing it. He was the bag man for the Vatican. That was a huge story. They got him the fuck out of there. Is that what that movie? Not, is it called Sleepers with Brad Pitt? Was it Brad Pitt? Nah, there's a movie called Spotlight where they talk about the uh, Boston Diocese uh, where they exposed all of that shit. But dude, no, I've watched. But that, see, that's the thing though, is I'm a fucking news junkie and I watch fucking PBS documentaries. Mm hmm. So, like, I know a lot about this shit just because it fascinated me for like six months and I watched everything that I could about it. So, I know what has happened and I know, like, all right. So, there's this dude named Bernard Law. He was fucking over the, I think he was over the Massachusetts Diocese. I'm not 100% sure anymore. It's mm. been a long time since I've fucking listened to this story. Mm. But anyway, Bernard Law was the dude on the East Coast. He was that he was that dude on the East Coast for the Catholic Church, mm. and he was the guy that was moving priests from church to church, pedophile priests from church to church. Okay. And uh, he got caught. He got caught, and he was about to uh, was about to get him the fuck out of there. And the Vatican hit him. Like, not not the Americans or whatever. The Vatican hit him. He, to this day, is teaching new priests in Vatican City. Uh-huh. He's an American in Vatican City because Vatican City is its own fucking city run by the church. It has its own government separate from Italy, all of that shit. It's, it's a sovereign state. Bernard Law is in Vatican City right now, hiding from criminal charges in America. Because if he steps foot on American soil or steps foot on a country with extradition laws, he will be brought back here and he will be put on trial and he will spend the rest of his natural born life in fucking jail because I don't think the state of Massachusetts has a death penalty. And I'm pretty sure because it's it's gotten to the point where um, now the real question for the federal government is why they didn't bring RICO charges RICO charges are, are what they use to get drug dealers the fuck out of here because it's a conspiracy among multiple people across state lines to run a criminal enterprise so basically what this is is a child prostitution ring run across multiple countries, not even multiple states. Not it's multiple countries across the world. So the federal government could run Rico charges. Rico charges would put fucking uh Freeway Ricky Ross, uh the black gorilla mob, 
all these fucking gang, like the Mexican mafia, all of them are on RICO charges. Because now, if you help run part of the business, part of the cartel, you get charged with everything the cartel does. So if you're the accountant for the cartel, if you're running the numbers for the cartel, you get charged with the same murders that the hitmen for the cartel get hit with. Everybody gets there because you're part of the criminal enterprise. Now, that's that's a legitimate question. Because there have been, like, the... the All right, so, like, how you talk about how you don't hear about all of these kids that the, the Catholic priests have been fucking? A lot of them is because the church paid them off. Look, man, it broke my heart whenever I found out that that guy... Oh, it's terrible. Went to that trash. I mean, what, he never he never went into detail of yeah. what made him colorblind. What made him lose his sense of taste? <laughs> I was about to make a terrible joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was about to make a terrible joke. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Go ahead. It's fucked up, Chuck. I'm a fucked up individual, John. I'm a terrible person. I look people dead in the face and tell them I'm a terrible person. You should never, never. Because that's the way I deal with fucking tragic shit. I laugh and I make a joke out of it because then it makes it so that I don't have to take it seriously. Take it as serious. I'm a terrible fucking person because that's what happens. Somebody says some fucked up shit and the first thing I think of is how I make fun of it. But I don't want to insult this man. So, like I said, I'm not going to say the fucking joke. But it is fucking funny. I might tell it to you even when we get off this motherfucker. Don't. <laughs> okay. I won't. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. Go ahead. I'm just saying, uh, you know, whatever it is that happened to him, that for, for the outcome to be that. Oh, it must have been you know, fucking tragic. Is I it? Mean, it changed his life fucking ever. Like physically, mentally, all that shit. It fucked him up. So, you have... Uh, Especially for that shit to happen when you're a child. That's, a, that's what I'm getting at. You have these actors and actresses, you know, in... I don't know about Corey Haim. Well, no, Corey Haim was. I mean, look. I, I mean, like I said, I don't know about him because the thing is with this guy, you got all these people coming out saying all this and that, and as soon as all this Me Too started, then all of a sudden, here he is. Well, see, this is. Well, Corey Haim's dead. A Feldman. I don't. Come on. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, Feldman came out and said, because Corey Haim and Corey Feldman did a bunch of movies. I, I, I don't know the difference, the names. I know the difference of the well, two, no, but I don't I'm, know I'm the difference you, of the I'm name. You. All right, so Corey Haim and Corey Feldman did a bunch of movies. Together. I know that. Uh, Feldman says that Haim told him that this happened between him and Charlie Sheen. So Feldman released the rumor, and Feldman has been saying for years that, hey, there's this uh, fuck shit going on in Haim, Hollywood with children. Haim is the one that's dead. Yeah, Haim's okay. the one that's dead. Haim died of an overdose yeah, like yeah, a couple yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Feldman's been saying for a couple years now that, hey, you know, they, there's child fucking in Hollywood or whatever. But the problem, the, the problem I have with this is we've been on this been child fucking yeah. in Hollywood. Like, every, like, come on. Yeah. 
Like that that casting couch shit. Yeah. Didn't become a fucking popular fucking section on Pornhub. Yeah. Out of the blue. That's been the case. Yeah. Everybody know that shit. Hey, come on, man. Everybody know. I'm Marilyn, surprised. I'm everybody surprised. know Marilyn Monroe been getting got rant. Rant. Look, man, Marilyn Monroe was passed around the campfire like a blunt on slow rotation. Rant. I mean, she went from Hollywood to sports to the presidency. Yeah, like everybody know. And and you know. And, and people set up there like, look, man, Asia Argento. This is an actress. She was in uh, the Triple X movie. She's in a couple other movies or whatever. Harvey Weinstein was fucking the shit out of her. Who? Harvey Weinstein was fucking the shit out of her. She, now, she came out and she said that Harvey Weinstein sexually molested her against her will. And she ended up being in a relationship with the dude. I, you know, how can... Because these people... Want to be movie stars that bad? No, I don't. And Hold on, let me finish. Go ahead, that go ahead, go they ahead. they're going to sit here and call this man a powerful person, and that he can get away with this, and they're not going to say nothing because they want to be a star that bad. Then they're going to allow this guy to do do whatever. They're not going to fuck just fuck him up and do some shit. Uh, let's see, Jerry. No, no, wait a minute, man. This don't make any. This don't make any. How can you sit there? I'm looking at this guy, and they're gonna sit there. Oh, he's a powerful. It don't look powerful to me. I can, I can, I can, I can. I'm I pretty can. sure these women got brothers. I can uncles. give you. I can give you a parallel. Parallel? What? Okay. Stephen from Django. Okay, let's go Stephen was a slave. Lived under the same terrible conditions that every other fucking slave lived under, right? But master showed him just a little bit of favor. But all he had to do was give up his dignity. All he had to do was give him a little bit of dignity, right? And now master allowed him, allowed Stephen to say, well, shit, this is our house. This is our shit, master. Tom Aston do. You know, Steve, nigga, this is my shit. Just like this all my land. But I let you sleep in the big house. This is a slave mentality. Master had what? 10, 15 family members? Couple overseers. The fuck does Django got to do? No, with I'm saying I'm say. talking about slavery. What the fuck does slavery got Let to me do finish. with what's going on now? Let me finish. But master to the slaves was all powerful. But when you look at the numbers, masters got fifteen family members on the plantation, maybe twenty, thirty overseers. Right? We got 200 slaves. Okay. But the slaves, they never rose up. They never looked at the numbers. They never looked at the fact that, oh, because you see that power. You see those, those people are conditioned to think that Harvey Weinstein is powerful because Harvey Weinstein 
can get a bunch of other weirdos to fucking fund their movies. Hold on. Hold on. Since you brought hold on when you since you brought that slavery stuff up. Yeah. And how come and it's been it's been a question in my head, how come the slaves end up rise? Yeah. Okay. But then, you know, you got Okay, okay, say for instance, uh people talk about, you know, dudes, you know, sagging their pants and all that stuff and then sit there and say it came from the prisons and all that, but mm-hmm. nah, came from slavery. Okay. Meaning that slave has been broken. Okay. Meaning if you have a slave that has been trying to go against what's going on, then that master is going to put him down in front of his wife, his kids, and everybody else in that plantation and take them. Okay. And then possibly get other slave owners and whatnot and do the same thing. Right. Break them. Right. As a sign of that person being broken, you're going to sag his pants. Okay. okay. Now, it's still... It, but the, you know... It's like, nah, man, you do that to me? Yeah, but Jared. But, that's but, but, you. But hold on, but but then I think about it. I think about it. Now, these people has been taken from their, their, their land to somewhere they don't know nothing about. Okay. And then... Go ahead, you can open it. It's and fine. then all of a sudden... You they know, know you're here, celery sticks. A celery sticks, open the door and let Lincoln out. Can I eat celery sticks? Go ahead. Look, I'm not saying it's a one-for-one comparison. I'm saying the mentality is the same. The mentality is the same. Because power is all about perception. Until it's not. Because the only real power that people hold is personal. I'm bigger. I'm stronger. I'm better at fighting. I'm willing to go further than you. And we're in the same room. But but, but look, man, you compared what's going on now to slavery. I'm saying the mentality. The mentality is a little bit different. You can't really compare to that. Okay. You can't compare it to it because you can't compare it one for one. I mean, I, I but to tell you on the truth, I really don't know a hundred percent. So it's for me to sit here and carry on that argument because I I, I don't know personal personally. I don't know a slave. All I know is this is stuff that I read. Right. Well, no, but okay. Hey, you know what? Then we'll we'll put it. Uh, we'll go institutionalism in jail. Because we've all met institutionalized motherfuckers. We've all we've all met brainwashed motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Right? We have got to put it to jail. I'll go with the military. Right? Oh, well, the colonel said, the general said, blah blah. blah. It gets to a point where somebody's got to be like, oh yeah. It, yeah, the colonel's just a dude. Like, I'm just a dude. And if he tells me to do something that I don't want to do, or something that I don't think is right, 
Then I gotta be like, no. And people are like, well, you can't tell the colonel no. Why can't I tell the colonel no? Well, because the colonel has power. The colonel has rank. The colonel has this. But I don't want to do it. So now it becomes a, a choice between <coughs> whether I'm willing to take the consequences of my actions and of my, my thing and saying no, or whether I'm willing to compromise myself to say yes to do some shit that I know is wrong. Right? Now you can understand that, right? Mm-hmm. You can understand that. Because it's just like if you're at work and your boss tells you to do some shit that you know is wrong. But then you're like, oh, well, I might lose my job. Look, but then if it's wrong enough, if it's, if it's a big enough thing, are you going to do it? Here, here's, a, here's a perfect example. Okay, whenever uh, this guy Gary was my uh, GM at, at iMart. At, at okay, customer comes in and he has a prescription that's 10 years old. Mm-hmm. I tell him I can't do it. He says, well, this prescription is perfectly fine. He says, no, it's not. There's an expiration date on here. With there being an expiration date on here, I cannot fill this. I can't do nothing with this. Well, I want to talk to your manager. You can feel free to talk to, you, to my manager. But, you know, I'm just saying that this is, these are the laws. Takes it to Gary. Gary comes back because I've already wrote void. On the no, I didn't write void on the paperwork. He takes it to Gary, and then Gary comes back and he says, "Well, go ahead and fill this prescription." He says, "No, I'm not." He says, "No, you're gonna." He says, "No, I'm not." Well, that's insubordination. No, it's not. This is the lie, and I wrote void on the paperwork in front of Gary. If you're gonna fill this prescription, you're gonna do it. My name's not going to be on this. Right. Okay. You're going to do that. But John, that's the thing. That's my whole point. Is that there would have been somebody at your job that wouldn't have done what you did. And that's what I'm saying about these fucking actresses. Is that there are some girls who looked at Walt Harvey Weinstein and when he did when he said what he said or did what he did, right? And they were like, no. And they walked out of the room. Then how come they didn't say nothing? Why they wait until somebody says something to say no, something? No, no, no. But this is what I'm saying, though. Is that the ones that walked out of the room yeah. are the ones that heard it. and Because there's been rumors about Harvey Weinstein for a long okay, time. Okay, so that's where the rumors come from. Yes. Okay. But Harvey Weinstein, because other people think, oh, Harvey Weinstein's powerful. So we're not going to say anything. Or we're going to try to cover it up. Or we're going to try to do this because they try to gain favor because it's... Because, look, you say whatever the fuck you want about Harvey Weinstein. As a man, whether he's powerful or not, he moves billions of dollars around in Hollywood. You hear that thing about Dipset? Billions of dollars. Dame Dash slapping him? Yeah. Yeah. And it was the same thing when they went up against Bill O'Reilly. And he told Bill O'Reilly, he was like, no, Playboy, you don't want to come over here because we got dirt on you. And then all of these sexual harassment charges and the $32 million that he paid to somebody to keep quiet about what he did to them. Oh, we're talking about Dipset to... Yeah. O'Reilly? Yes. 
Why was O'Reilly coming to them? Because they were on the show. Uh-huh. And, they and he was clowning about, them. He was clowning yeah, them, Yeah, he right? tried to clown them. And they was yeah. like, no, Playboy, you don't want to go yeah. there. Because he was like, no, you fucking hippity-hop, blah, 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 this and that, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, nah, fam, we got dirt on you. We know what you did. And he knows you never mentioned him ever again after that show. Yeah. Now all this shit come out. This is what I'm saying. Is that what I'm saying is that mentality. It plays itself over and over and over again. Power is a perceived thing. Until it's not. Like the only power that I really have over anybody is when I'm in a room with them. Because if I'm bigger and I'm stronger and I can fight better. Then yeah, while I'm there, it's like Debo. Everybody thought Debo was a bad motherfucker until Craig knocked his ass the fuck out. Since everybody was scared of Debo. Exactly. And everybody was scared of Harvey Weinstein. And I get that whole intimidation factor. I get that part. Where Harvey Weinstein is in that room and he's like, well, look, I'm in this movie. Or I want to be in this movie and I want to do these things. And I, this is my whole life. I've you know, wanted to act since I was six years old. And I got a chance to be in this fucking picture. And I love this picture. And Harvey Weinstein wants me to touch his dick. And then I'll be in this picture. Yeah, a lot of girls will touch the dick. And then when some girl who didn't touch the dick comes out and says, Harvey tried to make me touch his dick and I didn't want to and it's fucked up. And it comes out. All those girls who touched the dick. Oh my God, he just touched me too. Now. Was it bad? Yes. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's a terrible thing. Should we count them the same as the girl who didn't touch the dick who came out and said, look, this is what this fucking wanting bitches to touch the dick thing is doing? No, I don't think we count them on the same level. They're not on the same level. Does that mean that we shit on every girl who was scared? I don't think so. I don't think that's necessary. I don't. I don't think that's the point. And in the hierarchy of things, in the hierarchy of things, is it more important to shame those chicks? Is it more important to shame those chicks than to get Harvey Weinstein the fuck out of here? No, get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> because if we take all the time. Uh, the fucking however long he's been what 40 fucking years yeah 30 years in Hollywood doing this shit so what we gonna go back 30 years and pick and choose which chicks was lying and trying to do all this other shit instead of getting him the fuck out of here give what give him another 10 years to do this fuck shit no get him the fuck out of here like at that point it becomes a priorities thing the fuck are we protecting this motherfucker for what are we excusing his behavior for? Mm-hmm. Fuck him. Get him the fuck out of here. Are you good? Are you good? Are you good? Cause ultimately, as somebody who has mom, has daughters, has cousins, has whatever. I don't want my fucking I don't want them coming up against a motherfucker like this. 
Like, I don't even want them to be in that situation. Or where they got to make that choice. But the thing is, is that, and this is, this is where the other side of the argument comes in. This is where the asshole argument comes in. You got to prepare the women in your family to deal with this. Like, Jessica's dealt with assholes and asshole boyfriends or whatever in her personal life. But professionally, I know Jessica never deal with this shit. Because we, we raised her to be like, fuck this nigga, I'm going to get another job. You'll never get that scary. Nobody ever had that kind of power over me. If I don't want to do something, I don't do it. Fuck mm. you. Hey, like, you'll never work in this industry. I don't have to. I don't have to do this. I'm going to do something else. I can do anything the fuck I want. And if I want to work in this industry, and, and I can't do it with you, I'm not going to do it with somebody else. Or I'll start my own shit. And that's the way motherfuckers got to think. The problem is, is everybody looked at Harvey Weinstein and was like, well, he's the only game in town. Well, he's the biggest game in town. Maybe. Maybe. But if you're an actress, how hard is it for you to start a YouTube channel, get a couple dudes that know how to do, how to, how to film and how to direct and do whatever and start your own shit? It's not that fucking hard. You, you don't have to. You just got to do the work. Is that worth more than your dignity? This is basically what we're talking about. Go, go, just run, run. So, yeah, yes, both can be true. Yes, people need to take more responsibility for their own actions and, and how they perceive power and do all this other shit. Also, when, motherfucker, when we find out a motherfucker's doing the fuck shit that he's doing or, or whoever's doing whatever, yeah, we gotta get him the fuck out of here. Both can be true. That's my point. Nah, I'm sure there's tens, possibly hundreds of chicks that want to get me the fuck out of pain. <laughs> what? They want to get me the fuck out of here. And anybody that's listening to this, if this motherfucker podcast get that goddamn popular. I ain't running. Y'all know to find me. But let me ask you this. Did you have a good time? (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Hold on, man. You're going to have to tap that one. If you had a good time. Hey. Gracias. Alright, so that's enough of that shit. We talked about that shit for like a fucking hour. Among other shit. Uh, uh, I guess we should talk about... Who the fuck, who the fuck was this fuck nigga that died? Lil Peep? Lil Punk? What? Lil Peep? Lil Peep. I think it was Lil Peep. The fuck is Lil Peep? Some, some fucking rapper. Who's a little Pete? Little Pete. He was a white rapper. He's one of these mumble, mumble rappers or whatever. Uh, you know, motherfuckers that rap on the pills. The I got the baby, 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 baby,
Yeah, yeah, but it was funny because he was a white mumble rapper. Uh, so he died of overdose recently. What you plugging into this? No, that cord was on there. Oh. Oh, okay. So yeah. Uh, he died of his, He died of an overdose. Uh, too many zans, alcohol, whatever. Uh, look. Why are we talking about him? Because because it happened recently in the He's end. He's ignorant. Yeah, he is. He's ignorant. He's a little kid. Why talk about ignorant death? And and the other thing is is and, and I'm talking about it for this reason. Okay. Um. So he was writing shit on his Instagram and his Twitter, whatever, all the social media shit about how the fans won't appreciate him till he's dead, and it's just a bunch of sad so suicidal purpose. shit. Possibly, possibly. You don't really know. But possibly. I want Look, my name engraved like Tupac's name was. This is whenever he died. This is this is the thing about that shit. Um Fame ain't shit. Right? And I'm saying this is somebody who's never been famous. Nobody sitting in here. I've never been famous. I I've I've I've, I've been in places like you know, we, we, we've all experienced that shit. We walk into a certain place, and everybody's like, hey, what's up, bro? You know, you get your pound and your hugs and motherfuckers, and people want to be around you and all this other shit. That's, that's like super hyper-localized, man. It really feels good. But you know what it ain't? It ain't shit. It ain't shit. I, I can give a fuck less. Like, look, I want this, pop, I want this podcast to be popular as fuck. I do. I, I, I want that. I have no desire to be famous at all. I give a fuck less if anybody knows what the fuck I look like. I do not care. Um, I don't care if people love me. I don't care if people like me. I don't give a flying fuck about any of it. Oh. Um, She just threw a peanut butter fucking candy at me. Um, but what I will not do is try to medicate. I, I'm not going to like, that's fucking crazy to me. What the fuck are you doing in your life that you need that many people's approval? That's true. This goes, you know what? This goes right back to the fucking conversation we were talking about with this whole sexual harassment thing. Fuck what other people think. Fuck that perceived power. Fuck fame. Fame, it doesn't mean shit. None of it means a goddamn thing. All right, because we can sit up here and we can talk about shit. The motherfucker that cures cancer. If he went on Instagram and told everybody the way to cure cancer, he get what? Maybe 800 followers? Some Dominican chick shows her ass in the thong. That bitch got 10 million followers. 
Yeah. It don't mean a goddamn thing. Fuck that bullshit. All right, look, I feel bad for that. I feel I feel bad for that kid's family. Yeah. I feel bad for his family because it's fucking hard to lose somebody. It's hard to lose somebody. But you motherfuckers out here struggling and striving for this bullshit, stop. For what? You want to make music? Fine. Make music. Put it out. Try to make money off of it. That's great. That's great. If you can do what the fuck you love doing and find a way to make money off of it, that is fucking awesome. That's great. If that shit means that much to you, were you ready to fucking die for that shit? Were you so goddamn sad? Did you write on Instagram that people only love you when you dead? Hey, stop what the fuck you doing. It's fucking retarded. That's all I got to say about Lupe because I never listen to this motherfucker's music and I never will. Oh, yeah. It's the first time I ever heard that guy's name. Oh, nigga, they got so many <laughs> little... They got so many little rappers. It's ridiculous. Little Pete. Yeah, there's a little Windex. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and, and DJ Academics. Look, look. I love watching Everyday Struggle. I watch that shit at least four to five times a week. Uh, shout out to the Joe Budden Podcast. I love that podcast. Joe Budden Podcast is fucking good. It's fucking good. Especially if you like music. Joe Budden's crazy as fuck. But he's knowledgeable as fuck about the music industry. You ever want to hear about the fuck shit? Listen to that. Him, Rory, Mal, fucking great. Okay, okay. Um, oh, can, can I, can I, can I just break into something real yeah, fast? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You know, it's completely off of what we're talking about because uh, for, the, for the longest, uh, been thinking about Dick Gregory. Oh man, <laughs> I'm gonna edit that podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put a fucking thing. You know, I've been thinking about Dick lately. <laughs> Just know that's going. Dick Gregory. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm childish. I can't. Uh, do you think? I can't say as he when he got older, but no, oh, hold on. Hashtag Blackout Podcast. You hear that frying in the background? That's burgers with the mad cow on them. That's right. Eric back there cooking with the mad cow. Shout out to Hooks, Rose, and Spices. What up? Okay. Go ahead. Do you think he... You know, it's hard for me to start up when I get interrupted. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That's my fault. That's my bad. I had to throw that plug out there, though. Go ahead. I think Dick Gregory what? Was losing his mind a little bit. No. But what what I'm about to say, uh, I don't know how old Dick Gregory was whenever he talked about this. But, so I can't say he was old and senile. So I'm... How old was Dick Gregory when he died? 80s? Really? He's in his 80s. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think he's yeah, he's in his. Any new Malcolm X and all that shit? Yeah. Hung out with the motherfucker. All right, well, so here I am. This is what I'm getting at. Is he? I saw a video uh, where he said pretty much he told Malcolm X not to give that speech, and Malcolm wanted him to go to that. Uh, yeah, the Audubon Ballroom. Yeah. But he told him no because I'm not gonna have them kill two birds with one stone. I believe it. And he said that uh, you know, pretty much he told him you know they were gonna kill him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I I, I didn't I, I've heard him say that on other shows. I heard I, actually his last um. Interview with Arsenio when Arsenio got his show back in the last, what was that, 2013, 2012, some shit like that? Yeah. Yeah, he interviewed Dick Gregory and Dick Gregory told that story. I didn't see that one. The only one I saw was from Black and White, like, in, I don't know, 70s. That, look, man, a lot of people, I, I don't, uh, okay, I can't say a lot of people, but there's been other people who were like, yeah, they knew. And is I think Martin knew. I think Martin knew when he was gonna get killed. Because uh, I think a lot of people because like, he said that uh, whoever rented out that air that space tore out the did something upstairs a week before. Okay. The shooter, get your hands out of my pocket, had blanks. Mm-hmm. He was down here. The bullets came at a downward motion. According to that video that I saw. You know, so... If he said it back then and he said it again, then... I guess I'm wrong with what I'm saying then because I was... There's a lot of things that Dick Gregory said that I'm like, man, this this guy has got to be senile. No, I don't think he no, I'm not saying everything he said, but some things he says, I'm like, come on, Dick. Come on, man. Look, uh, I'm not too religious. I'm not too for anything. But yeah, I think some people know. Like when it's your time or when it's somebody's time, I think people know. Well, and honestly, with Malcolm, it wasn't that hard to figure out. Like it's not a it's not a shock that Martin Luther King was the last motherfucker. There's plenty of other civil rights leaders, but it's not a shock that Malcolm or that Martin was the was the last one to go. Yeah, that was the last message that they wanted out there. The whole, oh, well, you know, peaceful, peaceful, nonviolent resistance. Because they didn't want a war. They didn't want a civil war. And that's something that I, that's something that I want to talk about. Um, as far as this whole political shit go. We see now. It is a hardcore 30 to 35 percent 
of the population of the United States, mostly white, that don't want to see shit change. They fear minority power, they fear minority control, they fear women having the rights that they have, they fear, you know, just different people doing shit differently than the way it's always been. We see that. The hard number. The hard number. The absolute number is 35. It's 35%. This is is a a full third of the country. That just don't want to see shit advance. Now I'm sure that 35% knows that. Because if shit went down and it became between them and everybody else, because that's what it comes down to is them and everybody else. Now, yeah, there's going to be people that don't fight. There's going to be people who are going to sit on the fence and be like, you know what? We just going to wait it out and see who wins. And then whoever wins, we're going to roll with them. But you know who's not going to do that? The motherfuckers that know that if they lose, if 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 they side lose, they ain't no life for them. It's all the blacks, all the Hispanics, all the Asians, and all white people who fuck with the blacks, Hispanics, and Asians. They ain't gonna sit around because they know. They don't know this is not gonna happen. And that's what ultimately everybody's gonna look at. Like that's what that truly and faithfully what I fucking believe in. I don't know. I don't know. What are we talking about? We were quiet? Yeah, you were quiet. You were like, good 30 seconds. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Should we be making... He wanted to dance. Welcome to the WB. We, we like, like chicken. what I believe I don't I don't think I think that, do I think you know, white supremacy is fucking gonna die no it's never gonna die hmm. it's never gonna die it's just never gonna go away nope. and and I don't think everybody's my friend and I'm, I'm not a I'm not a oh my god oh, you know oh all, all lives matter. I'm, I'm not one of them people. 
I mean, I, I, I think all lives matter. Everybody's life matters. I believe that. I 100% believe that. But I'm not one of those people that's just like, oh, there's going to be like any time a black person looks at her and somebody and be like, look, this is a fucked up situation. And we'll be like, well, no, all situations. But no, they're not all fucked up. But all this fucked up. But, but one thing I will not do is, is sit up here if I'm you know, good friends with somebody and they so happen to vote for Trump. I'm not going to sit up here and disfriend this guy or not be friends with him or not associate with him unless their views become conflicting with mine and, and it starts being something that's towards me. What's it's that? like, it, hold on, let me finish. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, as far as saying, well, well, the black people are the yak, yak, yak. If they start talking that way, which hasn't happened yet. I mean, a person can have a long, long time ago, long time ago, people thought differently. People had, still have different religions, had different political views, and no one gave a damn. Why is it today? It's an issue. So I'll disagree with you right there. It's always been an issue. No, nah, no, nah, it's not the way it is today. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe if the, this whole social media what wasn't there, wasn't here, wasn't here, it wouldn't. It it it'll probably be the same. No, nah, I disagree. Hundred percent disagree. Maybe not religiously. But politically, yes. No, no, politically too. I hundred percent disagree. Okay. I can tell you this. I can, and I can tell you this right now. There was no social news. There was no social media during uh, Reconstruction. Huh? No social media during Reconstruction. Reconstruction. Hey. That was loud as fuck. All right, we just gonna be loud as shit. Wait a minute, I didn't ask you to do that. Wait. What? I, you just ain't gonna give me no shit? Really? You gonna give Jeremy some shit, but not your boyfriend? Alright, so uh, Erica, uh, Celery Sticks, and Desert Tray came up here. <laughs> everybody in the family's here. We're just pouring loud ass cups of ice. Eric is running around playing PlayStation. We got uh, Call of Duty Zombies going. <coughs> While I was trying to make a point about <coughs> about politics. <sighs> but no, my point is this. Is that way before social media, people got killed over politics. Okay. Uh... Most famously, the duel between uh, Hamilton and, Al- and uh, Aaron Burr, the interview at Weehawken. Uh, and it, the fact that they call it an interview at Weehawken is fucking bullshit because it wasn't an interview. It was two motherfuckers with guns who fucking walked 10 paces from each other and then they shot each other. Um, 
President John F. Kennedy got killed because he had different political views from somebody else. I thought he was going to do something about the currency, and they're like, "Fuck that." That's still a political view. Okay. So I'm saying we've had in America political assassinations. Sirhan Sirhan shot at President Ronald Reagan. There's been multiple fucking attempts on people's lives. The presidency of Barack Obama was fucking filled with goddamn death threats and motherfuckers who actively tried to kill him because of his political views, because of his race, because of a bunch of different shit. Well, how come it's publicized? It is publicized. I never heard no hits on that man. That was because people stopped it. Most people. No, I never heard no. Everything was okay. See, that's something I, I didn't want to sit here and say, and I don't want to be that guy. But is it because if he wasn't white that this wasn't publicized? No. No, because there was a bunch of hits on George W. Bush that never got publicized. Well, people try to kill the president all the fucking time. I understand that. Unless they get an actual hit, it only matters. Yeah. Yeah, because the thing is, all right, so part, and, and, and I don't necessarily agree with this. I don't necessarily agree with this. Uh, part of the whole mm-hmm. security thing mm-hmm. is not giving an audience to motherfuckers who try to do this. Because if people find out that they can become super famous by just attempting to kill the president, more people will try to kill the president. I'm listening. So, I mean, that's part of it. I mean that's 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 just a thing. Like you know, you don't wanna give you don't wanna give motherfuckers fame for just the attempt. Especially if they don't get close. Because you imagine, yeah, yeah, I'll take one. Could you imagine how many more motherfuckers would try to kill the president? It is it right fucking threatening letters to the president? If they found out you could get famous from just writing a letter. Ain't nobody gonna listen to a letter, especially over there. Oh, yes, they do. The fucking Secret Service goes and investigates every fucking letter that the president receives, especially if it's threatening. Simply for the fact that me being a Marine, if I wrote a letter to Trump right now saying I would shoot his ass, they would fucking come and talk to me. I guarantee it. Some of them shrooms fell through the hole. We're doing shrooms, folks. You heard it here. <laughs> You should have never said that. Um, nah, fuck that, man. I wasn't watching gay porn. <laughs> and we're back, folks. We're back. We're back. Alright. Yeah, enough of this fucking depressing fucking uh, political talk. I wasn't watching gay porn, motherfucker. And it's gay porn talk. Um, so, I got you. Um, uh, 
What's been cracking with you? Uh, um, I think my uh, I had a hernia probably set sixteen, seventeen years ago, taken care of. Mm-hmm. I've been having some little sensations around that area where the hernia was, and. To make a long story short, you know, I talked to his nurse and she asked me if I had a doctor. You know, I don't got a doctor or nothing, but, you know, she says, well, you have a, you know, a significant other. I was like, huh? You know, girlfriend or whatever. It's like, nah. It's just, so, you know, if you can find somebody that could, you know, like a best friend. It's like, what? To massage your hernia? No, not massage my hernia. It's to feel if... <laughs> To feel if there's anything different. And then I was sitting there thinking, and it's like, hey, Charles, you know, you're my dog, right? Fam, no. I'm hey, not touching man, your hernia. No. Hey, I, 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 no. I mean, it was, that's, that's, that's what it sounded like to me. But. Excuse I, me. Uh, I just feel like that I. I, I, me, uh, I, need, Charles, to, uh, I need to go and uh, get that taken care of. Because it doesn't hurt. It's just like a phantom pain. You know what a phantom pain is? Yeah. Yeah, it was not like a, like something's not there anymore, but you still feel it. Yeah. Yeah. So it shouldn't be going because I ain't, I ain't done nothing. You know, I ain't been picking up no weights or nothing to be. Fucking no fat girls. You ain't been fucking no fat girls. No. I haven't. You say fuck the fat girls. They know what you <laughs> <laughs> they live in the house with me. They know what the fuck's going on. Man, ever since I I cussed that wait that waiter out at that rest. That Why are you cussing waiters out? It was just whenever they were there. You gotta stop cussing waiters. That out, was John. back then, man. That was a long time ago. Shit. Ever that's, since I fucking cussed that waiter out, that's whenever I I felt kind of uncomfortable. Man, man you can't them. cuss the motherfuckers that's bringing you food. Look, did I eat it? No. Right. I understand. I'm just saying, Chuck. Ever since I did Stop that, the that table. day, <laughs> Jesus, man, you, you're sitting there, you turning my words around. <laughs> the fuck? For jerk. Nah, man. See, you making did me do something I don't even want. And did you nah. watch the gay porn, jerk? You, you need to suck. No. <laughs> Oh my God, this is so loud. Go ahead. I think podcast is in this. There's two burgers left. Come on. Burgers. See, this motherfucking shit's been taken too motherfucking far with this fucking gay porn fucking bullshit. Wasn't watching no fucking gay porn. I wasn't put in no fucking situation. Nobody had the fucking hands in my booty hole. None of that fucking bullshit. This is getting thrown out of proportion here. This is some stupid ass shit. I couldn't even finish what the fuck I was trying to say. Some bullshit. It is some bullshit, Jerry. Now, I'm going to say this for the last motherfucking time. I ain't go over no motherfucking gay motherfucking dude's house and watch no gay motherfucking porn. 
went over to the motherfucker's house. I drove with him. I woke up. That silly faggot had some fucking porn on. Disrespecting my ass. Alright? Who would you? 100%. There was no gay porn. Bitch. Watch. We got you. 1000%. You know I'm fucking with you. I've heard this story like nine times. I'm li- I'm seriously just fucking with you. I know 100% that you did not watch gay porn that night. That you did not initiate the gay porn. That you had no participation in the gay porn. That that was never an issue. We got you. It's never been in doubt. He's still giving me the serious look. Alright. So. Uh, over the last month. I'll say it's been eye-opening. The the worst fest was the shit. Worst fest. I ain't never seen so many drunk white people for my life in one setting. Worst fest was fucking fun as fuck. Um, That has not been the eye-opening part. The eye-opening part for me. Uh, No, because I've been to worst fest a couple times. Uh, That was the first time I ever met Worst fest is fun as fuck. Anybody that comes to uh, Texas, especially if you come to Central Texas, uh, New Braunfels, Worst Fest, uh, what is it, late late October, early November? Yeah. Uh, come down here. If you don't know what fucking New Braunfels is, just look up Schlitterbahn. <laughs> It'll show up. Um, it's fun as fuck. Uh, people sing fucking German songs, sausages all over the place. Fucking uh, the food sausages. Actually, you know what? Whatever sausage, whatever sausages you like. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Uh, pork chops on a stick. I didn't even know you could put a pork chop on a stick. That is weird as fuck. Um, potato pancakes, which I guess is a big ass hash brown. Yep. Um, <laughs> Jeremy burped in the chick's face. It is. Yeah, Jeremy did burp. But that was her fucking fault, man. <laughs> I'm in mid-burp and then she comes up and starts talking. I'm already in the middle of a burp. I'm like this, trying to block my burp from who's in front of me. And then she comes on my shoulder and I say, Wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you get that black chick's number? Probably not. So you hate black women. That's what's going on. I'm just fucking with you. See, I'm joking with you. I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't I know. know what black chick you're talking about. The one sitting down at the table with us? She walked away. She, oh, I don't know. Her I, pulled her away. I blacked out like fucking... I, I blacked out like 10 minutes into that. I actually have no recollection of what the fuck happened most of that night. Is that too neat? Uh, hmm? Is that too neat to your burger? Oh, you hear that voice? That celery sticks. Is this 
Celery Sticks is uh, officially on the podcast. <laughs> she officially said it. If you hear, is that two meats? Is that two meats? Oh my god, see? I was about to do it again. I was about to make a joke. It was going to be fucking terrible. But I'm not going to do it. Alright, so I'm just going to get it off of that. Right now. What are you, three hours in? No. Two minutes and twelve... twelve two, minutes, yeah. two hours and twelve minutes. <laughs> Alright. Um, so yeah. Alright, so I'm going to get through this real quick. So we can get the fuck out of here. Um, I have been cheating on the podcast and working on another show. It's not really cheating. Uh, but it's a show called Meeting of the Minds. Uh, I am not on the show. You never hear my voice or my opinion on this show. Is that that shit with you recording? On Sunday? Yeah. No. Go ahead. No, no, no. On Sundays. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it's a show. Basically, it's about community and social issues. Yeah. With this girl that I've known for a while. And she wanted to do a show. And it's a bunch of woke people. Which everybody on here knows how I feel about woke people. Um, it's Yeah. And I basically do all the technical shit for him, but I don't. I just asked you that question. You said no. Well, no, I thought you were talking about the the no, solo podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's the thing I do on Sundays. Yeah, it's the thing I do on Sundays. And um, it's been eye opening because it's something that I realized. And I should tell everybody in the world. Um, There are some great, really intelligent, really thoughtful people Mm -hmm. that are considered hashtag woke. There are also some fucking ridiculous idiots. (laughs) <laughs> just look and I'm saying this as somebody who has studied government and followed government and followed just basic human behavior his whole life basically some of you woke motherfuckers just need to shut the fuck up you're terrible people. You have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. And you're full of shit. You're full of shit. They just it's it's fucking ridiculous. You have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. And it pisses me off to hear you speak about anything. 
I'm all for equal rights. I'm all for everybody having a voice. But everybody's voice should not be amplified just because you use the buzzwords of woke people. Like collaboration. No, there shouldn't be a collaboration about shit that's true and false. Like either you're telling the truth or you're not. And if you're not, nobody should support you. Some things are just black and white. Like, if murder is wrong, murder is wrong. There's no equivocation about it. Well, what if you're protecting yourself? Well, then that's not murder. That's you defending yourself. But if you advocate for the killing of somebody because they disagree with you, whether you're on the left or the right, that's murder. They didn't do anything to you. They didn't do anything to anybody else. They just have a different way of looking at life than you. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. In the marketplace of ideas, usually the best idea wins. If you don't feel like that's the way that shit should go, you're a fucking asshole. And I don't even fuck which side of the fucking... I, I don't care. I don't care if you're woke or conservative liberal or I don't give a fuck what label you give yourself you you gotta go and I've, I've seen these people and it's fucking it's so strange to me to hear people talk about this or if people would be like well the patriarchy and they talk about men in a way and and yes I'm one of those people who will be like well it's important to say not all men because you don't say not all men. See, the fuck motherfuckers that you deal with are not all dudes. If I get angry and I feel like I'm in a situation where I might hurt somebody, generally, I walk away. I'm not going to punch you in your shit. And it's not because, oh, I don't hit women out of anger. I don't hit people out of anger. Because I'm going to do the same thing to a guy. If a guy says some shit to me that gets me to the point where I feel like I might hit him, I'm going to walk away from that situation. Because that's what a civilized adult does. Now, if that dude continues to press me, I'm going to put my fist through the back of his skull. Because that is also what a civilized adult does. Because a civilized adult is going to preserve his life. And if I walk away from you and you continue to press me on some shit, then yeah, I'm going to fucking punch you. The problem becomes... When 
It is women that won't let you walk away. And you're expected to be like, well, no, I'm just going to keep just trying to negotiate. And no, I'm not going to negotiate with you any at this point. Because my negotiation was to be like, you know what? This is a bad situation for me. I feel like we're not going to get anywhere with this. And I'm just going to leave. And at that point, when you stop me from leaving, you're a threat to my peace and my serenity and my personal sovereignty. And yeah, if you physically try to stop me from leaving, I'm going to physically get you the fuck out of my way. Man or woman, it doesn't make a difference to me. It does not make a difference to me. Now, how hard you fight me depends on how hard I put you down. Because I'm going to put you down. Now people just be like, well, you shouldn't think like that. No, that's life. I fight as hard as you fight. I'm going to care about your safety as much as you do. If you care about your safety, you probably shouldn't fight me. Just like if I care about my safety, I'm not going to put my hands on you. I don't know what you can do. I don't know if you have a gun. I don't know if you have a knife. Now to me, that's just common human courtesy. That's decency. And I feel like so many people don't understand that fucking point. And being on this show, I realize that so many people don't understand that point. Because, like I said, I grew up with a bunch of girls. Taught my sister how to fight. And I taught my sister, like, if you fight a guy, if you get an opportunity to hurt him and put him on the ground, you have two choices. You either keep hitting him and keep him on the ground, or you put him on the ground and you run. Those are your only two choices. You either take him out or you leave. There is no middle ground. Because after you put him on the ground, if you give him an opportunity to get back up, that's it. I feel like so many people don't understand that. I see it all the time. You know, civilization. Civilization is only for the civilized. Not everybody's civilized. Well, I guess what that said. Yeah. Man, we get the fuck out of here. Oh, but I do want to do one thing. Um, Because me and Jern both love hip-hop. Both love hip-hop music. A ton of great albums that came out. Um, So before we get the fuck out... Actually, you know what? We can make this the last song. We don't have to put the outro on this motherfucker, do we? Hmm? We don't have to put the outro on this shit, do we?
All right. So what are we going to do? Um, somebody that I've been championing for a long time. Uh, somebody that I think personally is the future of the South. Southern hip hop. Point blank period. Uh, Big Crit. Big Crit dropped an amazing double album this year. Uh, if you haven't heard the story, it's a great story about how he was on Def Jam. They didn't know what to do with him. They didn't know like what they wanted out of Crit. And Crit made this album. And he paid for it himself. So he dropped them? Yeah. Yeah. Def Jam... He was making this album while he was on Def Jam. They weren't promoting him. They weren't doing shit for him, right? He's doing shows, going around touring, and they didn't give him any budget to make the album. So Crip paid for this album out of his own pocket. He actually went broke making this album. Making this album. Forever was a mighty long time. You don't know this album. You ain't heard it. This is a fucking amazing album. Just, hey, just give me like, like two minutes. Uh, Def Jam is what uh, Jay Z owns, right? Nah, Jay Z been love Def Jam. He ain't with Rocker anymore, right? No, he got Rock Nation. He started his own label. I thought uh, he bought Def. No, no, no. He was made the president of Def Jam for a while, and after uh, what the fuck is it called? What is that movie? Uh, Frank White. What the fuck was that movie? American Gangster. After American Gangster, he left like six months after American Gangster. Anyway, um, so he makes this album. Under the nose of Def Jam, right? And they finally release him. And a week later, he releases this double album. It's one of the most critically acclaimed albums on the charts. It's fucking amazing. He did a lot of the beats. He paid for it. Like if, if somebody asked for a verse and he, they asked for money, he paid for it out of his own pocket. He went broke. Def Jam had no idea what they had in their pockets because if they would have re-signed him, he would have had to release his album under Def Jam, but probably would have brought Def Jam back. Uh, Pre-Paul Rosenberg. Paul Rosenberg, Eminem's manager, is going to run Def Jam uh, coming in the new year or whatever. But anyway, it's a fucking amazing album. Big Crit is an amazing artist. Everybody need to fuck with him. Uh, coming out of Mississippi. He's future of the South. Okay, okay, okay. I love Crit, and uh, this is my favorite song off of the album so far. It's the one that I listen to all the goddamn time. Um, so before I play this shit, you got anything? Nah. All right. Uh, shout out to uh, hashtag Blackout Podcast. Uh, two shots on the brew. Talk it out. S. Anthony Thomas. Julia Miranda. Everybody that's on Potter Family, uh, hashtag Potter Family, hashtag Blackout, or hashtag uh, Tripod. Fucking, you, you know, all normal shit we say. Congrats on your uh, marriage, Carlos. Love you, bro. Congratulations, Carlos. Oh, shout out to Jeremy. Had a family reunion. <laughs> the family come down. Shout out to that man and the family. Yeah, it was... Uh, uh, Sean's birthday. Yeah, Sean's birthday. Sean's birthday. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Sean. And, you know, it was Gerald. Gerald, Gerald and uh, hers was yesterday. Yeah. Shout out to them. Oh, you know what? We almost forgot. 
uh, R.I.P. and happy birthday to ODB. <sighs> that shit, I completely forgot that he died like a day before his birthday. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Yeah, man. ODB, Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang had a great fucking album. That was one of the great albums that dropped. Wu-Tang, the saga continues. Bender's got an anniversary, 10-year anniversary coming up. What is it? December 2nd. Yes, sir. We will be there. Um, <coughs> Erica just fucking high-fived us over the air. I Which one was it? Oh, you're not going? You don't care about Eric? You don't care about Bender's? Is that what it is? reason why you got to go to New Orleans first. December? Oh my god. Desert Ray just got on the fucking podcast. <laughs> she just said something. Everybody's on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah. Uh, yeah, we doing it out here. I know this is a fucking kind of a mess of a podcast, but you know what? Fuck it. We don't care. Jeremy did not watch gay porn. Um, you want to watch them, Jeremy? I'm going to fucking burn this house down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just playing. I'm All right. So, yeah, um, instead of our normal outro music, we're going to leave with uh, Big Crit, Big's Messages. Off his album, it was a uh, it's a fucking amazing song. I love it. Uh, Eric needs to start to blend it, so we just go ahead and kick this shit off. And uh, yeah, it's whatever, man. Uh, fuck you, degenerate motherfuckers. We out. Bye. Go ahead. This drum. The mouth. He did not watch the gay porn.
It's confusing on a sunny day I never really liked all the fake shit But I'm attracted to the fake ass and fake tits That's why I made a song like original To remind me of what fake is I wanna be rich but I'm giving back I love her like none other but don't get attached Screaming peace over beats but I grab the strap I help you make a meal but I got a cap It's still fuck you but I give you that I really wanna sing but I better rap Caught on my line after all But I ain't pick up when he called Matter of fact, I ain't pick up at all Cause my bills paid now Set my grace now My lights are still on So why would I pray now? Home is the best place for me So why would I stay now? I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired But I never could I only got a gun to protect myself The AK make a nigga shake down I love social networks for music But the negativity will make you break down Like down I got a whole lot of mixed messages. I'm too scared to leave. 